We want to welcome you to the Awakening Moments podcast today. We are excited to have a conversation together and a conversation with you, inviting you into this space and our time together. I'm here with Rhonda, and we want to talk a little bit today about the presence of God. Now, obviously, this topic is coming up a lot for us because, Rhonda, we're prepping for our conference coming soon. So excited. And we're so excited about that. But even just as a general topic, I think the presence of God is one of these things that is a little bit elusive, um, kind of hard to describe, really. Um, hard to understand, hard to really know or have the confidence that you're living from the presence of God. Yet it's this space that God invites us into continually. And so there's this desire, I think, in our hearts. And I actually think God created us with an inborn desire to be in his presence, to live from his presence. There's such deep provision in his presence for us for every single day. And yet sometimes it seems like it is hard to capture or live in or experience or feel or, you know, just know, have the confidence that you're you're walking in it. You know, sometimes I, I think that there's this deep abiding sense, like you can feel almost like deep in your spirit, this knowing that you're just in the spirit, you're just mm. in God's presence and you're living from that place. And then other times you're just going through your day and it's almost like there's a veil, like it's there, mm. but you, you, you don't like feel like you're in it. It's like, there's just a tiny thin separation between you and God's presence. And I think what's so interesting about God's presence is, you know, when he, when God literally poured out the Holy Spirit and said, like, I am sending you a helper. Jesus said, I'm sending you a helper, one that is greater than I, one that is going to be with you always. And he poured out the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit filled us and the Holy Spirit's with us. That is the very presence of God living inside of us. Yet, I think sometimes that veil comes in our seeing. It's mm. not actually, is God's presence with us or are we in God's presence? We are, if we are in Christ, we are, we have his presence. We live in it all the time, but it's like that veil almost mm. comes over our eyes and we can't quite see it. We can't quite feel it. We're not sure if we're in it. And I feel like that's just such an interesting thing to walk out but so, so beautiful. And so I thought that's what we could talk about today, a little bit about what does it mean to live in God's presence? How do we walk this out day by day? How do we experience God's presence? How do we invite God's presence to be with us when God's presence is all, always with us? What mm. What's kind of happening in that space? So I thought that would be what we could dive into today. I think that is so great because I think when you're feeling God's when you're thinking about God's presence is often we go to the feeling yeah like I feel God's presence Wait, because we have felt it we have right and yes you, and you feel when you feel God's presence you feel like sometimes you get chills sometimes you get like a wave of heat that comes over you sometimes like there's very physical things that we can feel cry, when we experience you, God's yeah, presence exactly. yeah so there is this craving to feel God's presence. And that's a beautiful thing. I, I think that's very important to just state. That's a beautiful thing. And there are moments, absolutely, when God does allow that sense, our feeling. 
But God's presence is so much deeper than that. God's presence is actually an assurance that he's with us. And I think it's like our faith. When we think about our faith, it's a very similar thing. Parallel tracks. I love saying that right now in this season. There's like this parallel track where you have these moments. It's always running in the direction. God's with you. You feel it. But there's also in the mind. And that's why we have the word to know like God has said it. So I believe it. I may not feel it, but I believe it. And believing something doesn't always mean you feel it. There's seasons that you have felt something, but when you believe something, it's like this resolved decision that I am choosing to believe that God is with me, God's presence is with me, and even when it says in Psalm 139 that nothing is that God doesn't, that we're separated from God's presence. He sees when we stand, when we sit, even darkness is his light to him. Like God is with us and sees all and his presence is with us. It's an assurance and a resolve to say, I'm going to believe this. I'm going to walk in it. And the beautiful thing is God allows us to also feel it. All the senses. But it is not, but not just. all the time. Exactly. Continually. Exactly. It's not just what we feel. So that's really important to state. Like a feeling is a beautiful thing, but we don't always stay in that feeling. And if we would just even take it to a practical sense. For example, if you're married or have children, you don't always feel this overwhelming sense of, love let's like burst wow <laughs> your kids that burst out of my heart every single time they walk through or i look at my house no but there is a resolve and their dirty shoes that they've left <laughs> hanging out their smelly sports equipment oh, and all of it and you're like really exactly <laughs> take whatever that may be for anyone listening like i'm just using our situation of children or marriage whatever it may be fill in the blank for you you don't always feel this over sense overwhelming sense of love but it's actually way deeper the love is not a feeling that's actually a surface level it's actually very surface but as you mature and as you are go deeper love is a decision and love is a resolve to say i'm in this for the long haul i'm in for the good the bad how, whether i feel good whether i don't feel good whether i am in a good space or not i'm in i'm in for this and so i think that's exactly with god's presence with us whether we feel it or not is this assurance to say i am welcoming that into my life and i'm accepting that you're with me god whether i feel like i deserve it or not your love is greater it's so much greater it's a covenant it's an absolute covenant he's made with us. So it's a little bit like, you know, you and I are sitting here right now and we're physically in each other's presence. And, you know, I know from knowing you and from relationship with you that like you are for me and I am for you. Like you are an encourager of mine. You're a cheerleader of mine. You've got my back. I've got your back. And we know that about each other. And over time, that's been established. And over time, there's a confidence that's built. But imagine if we were sitting here today and we're sitting in each other's presence and I can see you and I can talk to you, but I didn't actually believe that you were for me. Even though you said, no, I'm so for you. I so believe in you. I I, I want to encourage you. I want to build you up. Like, but I didn't believe it. Like, I just, I didn't, I couldn't see, even though it was fully authentic for you, it was so true for you. And it was what you actually did in relationship with me. But I, I just didn't believe it. I couldn't receive it. There was like a barrier to being able to receive. It's kind of like that mm. when it comes to God's presence, that like God is continually pouring out to us his presence, his provision, his power, his his work in our life, his working for us, his um, anointing, like all of that is coming in our direction. And there's so many times that we just 
choose not to believe it, choose not to see it. We allow hurts or pains or setbacks or um, trials or afflictions to in the present and in the natural to affect like what you're saying, that deep resolve of I am confident that this is who God said he is. And, and because the word says so, I can believe it and I can stand on it, whether I feel it or not, whether I see it physically at work or whether it's happening the way I think it should, I can hold a resolve to believe it. And I just think about that in a physical sense, like what a shame it would be for you and I in relationship if either of us just actually didn't believe each other, mm. that we were here for each other, that we wanted to encourage each other and build each other up. And we, we had each other's backs and we wanted to be each other's greatest cheerleaders. Like what a sad, mm. like what that would put a wedge in the intimacy of our relationship and the closeness of our relationship if we didn't trust each other that we had that, right? That mm -hmm. anchoring. And again, that's been built over many, many years. And so I'm happy to say that we can say that we believe that from each other, but it's the same in our relationship with God. And the enemy is continually working to disqualify the truth of God's word and the truth of who God is for us. I mean, it is his number one thing that he does is try to, um, get us to doubt that God is who he said he is and that God can do what he said that he can do. And he has given us what he said he has given us. The other day I was coming, um, I was in the car and I was just had some worship music on in the car. And, you know, obviously we're in a super busy season where there is just details upon details upon details. Like it is just like, yeah, the to-do list is never ending. And I, I'll check a few things off and then I add like 15 more things to the to-do list. It's just, it's just the season and it's okay and it's fine. But when you're in that really go mode and that do mode, it's honestly hard for me to take time out to get outside of that and really just like rest in the presence of God, really like lay all of it down, slow down, put myself in the posture of recognizing like, where is God? Where is his presence? What is he at work doing? Like it's, it's hard. It takes a real discipline. So I was in the car the other day and I had worship music playing and, um, I was actually listening to the opener songs for heart conference, which I'm so excited about. But anyways, I was listening to it and all of a sudden I just start weeping. Like I just start weeping. Oh. Like I just can feel just the beautiful grace and presence of God just like flood mm. over me as I'm being invited into like experiencing his presence, experiencing the provision, experiencing the strengthening, experiencing the peace that comes in his presence, experiencing the overwhelming joy, being able to lay down all the to-do lists and just coming into that place of complete rest in him and knowing and confidence that he's going to do he is going to do way more than I could ever plan for. Like, it's not even about me at all. Like this beautiful exchange is happening. And I just realized in that moment that like that very thing is available for us at any given second. Hmm. And it's only me that does not enter into that space. Do you know what, do you know what I mean? Like, it's always there. It's always present because he's always present with us in the present moment. So again, part of experiencing his presence is really allowing ourselves, giving ourselves the space. And I mean, this was just a moment. Like I didn't, it didn't 
Like I didn't stay in that for hours and hours and hours. It was a moment, but it was like this anchoring moment in God's presence that just fills you for what it is that God has prepared for you to walk Mm. in. And it's so beautiful. And I don't take those moments for granted and they're beautiful, but I did. I had this like this awareness of like, wow, okay. I've been running a little bit too long without just slowing enough to receive this. I need this. I'm desperate for this. I want to live in this. I want to walk in this. And when I say live in it, I don't mean that I want to sit in my car and cry to worship music all day. No, I want the infilling of his presence to carry me through whatever it is that is coming in my life, my responsibilities, my day to day, the ministry that God has prepared for me to walk in. I I want it to come from that place, not just going, 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 checking things off my to-do list in my own strength or in my own way or just running ahead and not taking that time to slow receive and go from. Hmm. Uh, Lord, I think that is just so beautiful because even as you've just been unpacking just this past little season, I, I feel like there's a few things you hit on really key elements of God's presence. Number one was trust. I think the first thing of receiving the presence of God is we have to trust. Like when you're talking about our relationship and in no way are we equating ourselves to God. Like we're just using a natural example. God is perfect, but it really is trust. It's this, do you trust that God loves you? Do you trust that nothing can separate you from God's love? Do you trust that he is for you? And that for some of us and for many of us is the greatest hurdle to overcome. To actually believe that, that no matter what I do, good or bad, God loves me the same. Like it doesn't matter. The more I serve God doesn't make him love me more. It's not a striving game. It's not like he's keeping track of, well, I'm going to give more love to you because you're, you're my good books. Oh, you did that. No, I'm withholding. No, no good thing does God withhold nothing. Totally. And you know, I just want to interrupt you for one second because, um, Craig Rochelle said something really powerful about trust. Like Mm. how do you learn to trust again? Wow. You have to trust. Wow. That's it. Because again, you said that, you said that like so matter of factly, but I think so many people who are listening would say, but I don't trust God. That's exactly the barrier. I don't trust God. So how do you trust God? You just have to trust God. (laughs) Like, yeah, it's the only way to trust is to actually trust. Yeah. (laughs) I know it's such a, but uh, Craig Rochelle said, I was like, it's so true. Gosh, it's so true. It's not easy. It's not easy. If you have trust issues or if there's a reason that there's been a breaking in trust, that's not an easy thing, but it's true. The only way to build trust is to trust again. You yes. have to put your trust in God. You have to try it again. You have to try it again and try it again and try it again. The only way to trust is to trust. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Keep going. You are You're not. A, that a is not. Tangent, an, but that is not an imp- I just interruption. Felt like that powerful. Person. Yeah, I felt like that person was saying, but I don't trust God. That oh, is my problem. So How do good. I trust God? You gotta trust. And you got to know the word. Like if you don't know, if you're not into the word, you won't know God because that's where the trust is built. The trust is that what he says is who he is and what he's going to do. And that's only in his word. You can't just get that. God does reveal, but everything is confirmed through his word. So dive into the word. And I'm putting a little plug in here, but heart strong, get involved, study the Bible. There are so many resources to really, and even right now, if you're like, even right now have said that, I don't know how to trust Get on a Bible app that actually brings you through devotion of how to trust God. I mean, if you go and you can find it, 
Listen, saturate yourself with trusting God. There's so many things, messages, whatever it may be. So we want to encourage you, but trust is number one. You will not be able to receive the full. Well, God could do whatever. He could break through any barrier. But number one, I would say trust is the first. And second, I love that you just said is time. And we're not talking long. Sometimes it is long. Sometimes it's short. Sometimes it's unexpected time that God just shows Right now, all of a sudden something happens or in a service, you just start weeping and God just ministers in that moment. But it's carving out time, intentional time, whether it's a surprise time that God just shows up to do, or you set aside time to say, I'm now going to take a break. I'm just going to rest right now and stop and just receive, put my hands up and receive your presence and your love. Lori, what does that look like for you? Like when you think of receiving the presence of God, how would you walk someone through receiving the presence of God. They're like, well, I don't know how to do that. Like, how do you stop in time and receive God's presence? What would you say would be what you would do? How's it happen for Again, you? Again, it's, it, I don't think that there is a specific method. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think it's like you and I can just say, okay, do these three steps and you will, you'll be guaranteed to experience or feel the presence of God. Um, Again, it starts with just believing that God's presence is with you and in you. But there are some things that I practice and that I know that you practice as well that can help to facilitate the moving of God's presence. One is just to take time alone by yourself somewhere so you have silence and solitude um, and just invite him. Just ask for God's presence to minister to you, to fill you, to be with you. It starts with asking. I mean, very often, even before I pick up the Bible, I'll say, Holy Spirit, will you, can you speak to me through your word today? It's like, I don't just want to go into it as a habitual, you know, thing that I'm like, I pick up any other book. No, I actually believe it's alive. And so I want the Holy Spirit to bring to life something that I wouldn't have saw in myself, in and of myself. And it's very much the same in spending time in God's presence. You can put on a worship song and then just pray, Holy Spirit, fill me. Would you fill me with your presence afresh today? And then just sit in that moment and then just receive whatever ministry that's happening to you as that song is playing. There are like prayer apps. There are Bible reading apps that you can just play the word and out loud and you can just sit in that space. You can even put on like a, um, an instrumental, an instrumental music that is just like beautiful and soft and helping you to calm yourself, helping you to come into a place of rest and come into a place of relaxation and de-stress and be able to lay down some of the burdens on your heart. And again, just asking and then inviting and then having your eyes, not your, not your physical eyes, but your spiritual eyes open, ready to receive, believing that you will receive. This is all part of how we experience God's presence. And we don't base the results on what we feel. So sometimes you may feel something like physically, like you might, yeah, like we said before, you might get chills, you might begin to cry, you might feel something in your body just release or relax, Mm. but sometimes you won't feel anything. Mm. Sometimes you might get a word or something. You might need to have a journal out and you might write something down that you sense that God is just placing on your heart, something he wants you to process. Maybe there's forgiveness for somebody, or maybe it's a love letter that he's speaking to your soul or your spirit. So there's all kinds of ways that it looks like to express this. 
it's not just a feeling per se, but it is that trust and believing that his presence is with you and allowing the manifestation of that presence to show itself however God wants to in that moment. But I, I do think his presence comes and surprises us sometimes when we're not expecting or asking. But most of the time, I do think we need to you know, center our hearts towards receiving that. We need mm-hmm. to like prepare ourselves because our minds are filled with so much distraction and our minds are filled with so many thoughts and so many worries and so many anxieties that it's hard to get through all of that, to recognize, oh, his presence is actually with me right here, right now, where I am in this moment, when my mind is so full of my to-do list or all of my worries, or I'm thinking about my kids, or I'm thinking about loved ones, or I'm thinking about, like, it's hard to penetrate. We do have to kind of put that stuff captive somewhere in our mind and then really, really create that space to allow Mm -hmm. God's presence to minister. So that's what it looks like for me. What about you? I think that's so beautiful. So many of those practices I use as well. And there's one thing I do also do. And I and now this is me personally, okay? This is just how I relate to God. I'm very visual. So even in the prophetic, I often see things like prophetic, like a picture. And then I'll wait on the Lord and study scripture. Not to make that a prophetic word, but I always believe everything is confirmed through the word of God. That's number one. Uh, but... I often, when I come into a time with the Lord, I, I have this picture of being like a child, literally wrapping my arms around a father. And part of me is like, because mentally I have to place myself somewhere. So I've done it where I've, I've had different pictures. I've had it been at a beach. I've had it the beach beach house. house. Yeah. The beach (laughs) house. And it's, it's often we'll go to a beach house. It's gone to different places, but I often have to visually picture myself like my children when they were young when they would want me they would crawl into my lap right and it would just be an invited pull at your leg their arms up yeah Yeah. a very invited space it was an invited i want you i want you they would come into my presence and say i want to be with you right and i feel like that's what i have to do god's always willing to do that it's me positioning myself like a child to say like i need you and i don't need to do anything I don't need to be anything but just with you. And so for me, it's sometimes a visual picture. And so for some of you, maybe you've had that and you're like, maybe that's wrong. Can I have that? Absolutely. Like just picture if that's for your mind, you need to center yourself somewhere. That's what I do. So I often center like that and I just take like deep breaths, like just not think about anything, not try to present all my requests or be anxious, but just try to actually envision myself being fully loved like that. I don't have to be something. I don't have to do something. I'm actually just a child of God. At the end of the day, that's all I have to bring is myself there. God is, he is everything like everything. And so I do picture myself young when I do that, because I think in God's presence, I feel like we're children of his. So it's really where I go. So part of it is how I even visually center myself in going into that space. And often it is with a lot of solitude. It's just resting. And, uh, and then from that comes the praise and the different petitions and the journaling and different things. But I just want to encourage you for some of you, you may need to center your mind somewhere and to say like, okay, 
I've had other pictures where I've walked into a throne room. I've literally pictured the doors open. It says we can boldly approach the throne of grace and receive mercy in our time of need. But I just come running to a throne room. And it's like God always is like open-armed. It's never like cross-armed or mad. And I think that's so such a beautiful picture that we can boldly approach the throne of grace and receive mercy. It's not out of I'm boldly coming to the throne of grace because, man, I've had an awesome week and I'm stellar. When I need mercy, it's because man, I need mercy. I am weak. I have failed. I am just at the end. It's like we can boldly. Isn't that beautiful? Like when you even think of that, we can boldly come to receive mercy. We don't have to slink in out of shame and guilt. We boldly to come because, God, I need you. I I've really messed up or I am just at the wits. I just need to be in with you. I This is my safe place. I need I'm to overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed. So he is your safe place. He is your refuge. He's your rock. He's your safe tower. He's your father. And there's a safety. There's a covering. And so I feel like those are things that I often remind myself of when I do come into the presence of God. And uh, it sets the tone. I think it's more like it sets the tone for my own spirit to be in a posture because that's where I can go into striving or feel like my mind is so busy. So it's a posture that I, I like to kind of center myself around. Mm. So it's just a little also segue to kind I of maybe help. It. That is, that's really, really helpful. I think even just that visualization or that picture. And I think for each of you who are listening today, the picture might be a little bit different for you. Yes. Whatever it yes. is that puts you in that posture of needing and puts you in that posture of of wanting God, wanting to be with him. What does that look like? I love the visual of just a very young child lifting their arms or coming, you know, to the leg and just being in need and, and desiring to be in the presence of the one who they feel safe with. Like it is such a beautiful, beautiful image. But I loved one word that you said, positioning. Mm. And I think that's part of what it is to encounter and experience God's presence is we want to position ourselves, yes. you know, in a, yep. in a place to receive it, in a place to recognize that he is always available. <laughs> He's all, it's just us. <laughs> We're the ones that are busy. And so we just encourage you today, um, you know, a after this podcast, just to take Take some little nuggets from what you've heard today and bring them into a quiet time with God. Find even just a quiet space, even for as little as five minutes. It can be just a little bit of time. If you have more time, take more time. Do a visualization of whatever that looks like for you, of being in a posture, a position. Position yourself in a place of needing God, of wanting Him, of wanting to be in His presence. And then just see what he does, see what he speaks, see what he reveals, see what happens. And if nothing happens, don't worry, don't be discouraged. Go again, try again. Like just keep practicing. And this is what it means to practice the presence of God. It, we keep coming back to it. And I promise you, at some point, in some way, God is going to touch you in a very deep very powerful, very personal, and very profound way because his presence really is always with it. So believe it and receive it and trust him. He's with you. 